Hi guys, happy Thursday. Welcome back to Be the Main Character with Bianca. Happy February. I love that this episode is coming out on a new month. I just had to tell you guys before we get into the bulk of this episode that yesterday, which was a Tuesday because I'm recording this on a Wednesday, I went and saw Barbie for the first time. I haven't seen it yet and I know it's been out for forever. But AMC Theaters has $5 movies on Tuesdays for movies that have been out for a while. And I talked to you guys about how I wanted to start doing some nights of the week out or just enjoying them and catching up with friends, whatever it was. So me and my cousin had a little girls date night together and we went and saw Barbie. We got Chipotle, we snuck that in and we had the entire theater to ourselves, guys. It was so cool. We got there and we were like, oh my gosh, there's no one here. How cool would it be if it stayed that way? The whole movie, nobody there except her and I. I think it was perfect to go see that movie with my cousin because I can't think of more core girlhood memories that I have than with my cousins when I was younger, making up dances, playing dress up, all the things, and then just growing up together. And now like she just got married. And I think it was just a really good experience for both of us to have together. I really recommend watching it with family members, especially girl fa family members in your life. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect going into it. I knew that some people had said it was a little bit emotional, but it was honestly so funny too. Like I thought the movie was just so like a good, well-rounded movie of being funny, of having like a good plot and a good point to the movie, and then also just really tying everything together at the end and having the emotional side of it too, where I typically don't get emotional at movies or books too much this one got me and I think it had a big deal to do with that my cousin was there too and like she just got married like I just said she just got a new job she just got married like we're doing adult things now and I think it just reminded us of our core childhood and it just like it was a great experience guys and then after we got crumble and it was just perfect because if you're doing girl math correctly you're saving so much money since you're seeing the movie for five dollars that you can make up for it in chipotle which i get points for so once again and my meal was free because i had earned enough points to have a free meal so i didn't even pay for that and then we went to crumble after which was once again only like four dollars and some change so really you can save money and make up for it by like getting yourself little treats girl math and i will say that it made the day especially the work day so much better knowing that afterwards I had plans for the night that were really fun but also low-key I didn't have to dress up or do much like I literally just changed into like a cute quarter zip and some yoga pants and Uggs and that was it and then I just went like it was just a simple good that's what I want more of during the week because I was looking forward to it all day. Also guys, I am just in the comfiest spot right now podcasting because TMI, but I am day one of my period today and it hit me like a train. Maybe that's why I was actually emotional at the movie. Totally could have been. I feel like I've been emotional for like four days today being the worst. Um, I felt like if someone looked or breathed at me the wrong way today, I probably would have shed some tears like genuinely. I was just off my rocker a little bit and I was just like, I want a podcast because I love talking to the girlies, but I was like, I need to make this as comfy as possible. So I have my sunset lamp, my hatch light, my candle, 
I'm just in bed, which I've never podcasted in bed before, and I might be doing this more often because I'm just, this is just good. And I'm holding my mic for once, which I always have it on a mic stand, but I'm kind of vibing with holding the mic. And I'm hoping the audio comes out just as good. But yeah, it just makes me feel like a lot more casual podcasting. Like usually I feel like I have my computer up on the stand. I have my mic in the stand. Like I have good lighting. Not that I record these, but I just feel like I'm always like set up office style. But this is just such a different vibe and I'm kind of absolutely loving it. Need to do this more often because I'm never not relaxed when I'm podcasting. But this is just... It just feels like a FaceTime call and I'm really here for it. Anyways, getting into today's episode, which is called Main Character Lifestyle Enhancements. That is a mouthful. But basically, this idea sparked around that audio clip from TikTok where it's like, because it's iconic and I love to do iconic shit. Like, that is the vibe. That is such a main character vibe line. And I just want to remind you that you are allowed endless opportunities to reinvent yourself over and over and over again as many times as you want. You are the main character and you are able to change your story whenever you feel like it. You can change the plot, you can change the other characters in your story, you can go to the sequel, you can do whatever you want. There is a version of yourself out there somewhere that has already done every single thing that you want to do. They've already achieved your ideal lifestyle. They've already met your ideal partner. They already live in your ideal house or they've already traveled to all the places you want to go. They've already met their, you know, ideal career. There is a version of you out there that has already done it and is just waiting to meet you in time from where you are now to that ideal person. But in order for you two to meet, And I will say I'm getting a little spiritual here because this is what I personally believe. When I'm talking about you two, I'm talking about your present self and your future self to just like meet in the middle, if that makes sense. In order for you two to meet, you have to actively show up as that person in your life, in your day to day, every day. You have to act like her. You have to show up in rooms like her. You have to take the classes she wants to take. You have to be in the places she wants to be. You have to act at the same level of confidence as her. So I'm going to put this in a really easy perspective. If your future self has perfect skin, let's say, do you think she skips her skincare routine? Do you think she's not drinking water? Do you think she's feeding her body crap every single day? Do you think she skips on her gut health or her vitamins or her daily probiotic? No, because she has perfect skin. And obviously, I want to point out nobody has perfect skin. I'm just saying this skin is exactly what you want. It's hydrated. It's bouncy when you put on makeup. It looks really good when you have no makeup on. You feel really confident. That's what I'm saying. Just whatever your ideal skin is this is what I'm talking about. And you can apply this to anything. You can apply this to your job. You can apply this to your future relationship. You can apply this to your friendship. Because if you don't take the daily actions to get to your dream life, it's not going to just magically appear in front of you. You can manifest it while also working towards it actively day by day. We live in a world that's so used to instant gratification that I feel like we expect things so fast. Like we expect our dream body with all these quick results. We expect opportunities to just fall in our lap without actually doing the active work 
for those opportunities to be around you without networking, without working in your fields, whatever it may be. So getting back to my point, a future you has already done it. They are at your dream life rooting for you, but you have to day by day create the lifestyle that you want to have without that feeling of instant gratification. So getting into some of the upgrades that I am going to be implementing into my life or that I already have, this is going to be more of a low-key, funner episode where I talk less about health and fitness. I feel like I've been really talking about that heavily for the past couple of weeks and I just kind of want to make this a more lighthearted episode. So let's get into it. The first one is cute pajama sets. It's such a simple way to add luxury and feminine energy into your life. And I don't know about you guys, but I always used to wear matching pajama sets when I was younger all the time. And then I don't know when I grew out of that. And for what reason? I really don't know why because it's so cute and fun. Typically, I am an oversized t-shirt and whatever shorts or pants I have around type of sleeper. I don't know when I turned into her. But I'm kind of mad that I did because it's not luxury and it's not feminine. Not that it's bad. It's just it could be better. Like it's just a simple change that just makes you feel more put together and feminine. Also, I have a really weird sensory thing when I'm sleeping where I can't have pants touching my legs. <laughs> like even when I was a kid and I had the matching pajama sets, I would wear them, even if they had a long sleeved top, like that was okay, but if they had long pants, I had to, still have to, to this day, and I'm almost 24 years old, I have to roll them above my knees. Couldn't tell you why, it's just a thing, I, I can't, I also don't sleep with a top sheet, like I only sleep with a comforter. Is that weird? I don't know, I've always been like that, like I can't sleep with either of those things makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> but anyways getting back to my point is I want to get better about wearing all these cute matching pajama sets that I have but my other problem is when they are the shorts I typically if I wear pants to bed I will roll them back down in the morning because it's freezing and I'm a cold girl I'm always cold when I get out of bed but I can't wear the pants down we get what I'm saying but I have so many cute pajama sets and I like feel like I wear them like rarely and why I have no idea because they're so cute. I've also been obsessed with cherry pattern things lately and by lately I mean like the past year. I don't know why. They just are so cute. I, I think it's because I really love the color red and I got this really cute matching cherry set from Amazon pajama set. Wow this is I'm just not talking right today. From Amazon for Christmas and they're so cute and I just want to wear more and more stuff like that I also have a set that I wore for my cousins like we all wore the same thing the night before she got married because we had like a big sleepover it was so cute and we all wore this really cute like very Victoria's Secret looking striped satin pajama set so cute I love all the satin sets I have like four of them but like I rarely wear them unless I'm like having an intense self-care night but like why can't I just wear it every night of the week I do my skincare routine every night you know so I just need to get in the better habit of doing it because it makes me feel good and feminine I feel like I haven't shut up about this since the new year started but the next one is tidy spaces clearly I'm really just trying to be a cleaner more organized person and I think what really sparked this is because so my room here in my apartment is bigger than my room that I had at home. 
But mind you, everything I ever owned came with me. So even though I have more space in my room, it still doesn't really feel like I have more space because everything that is mine is in my designated areas, if that makes sense. So having less clutter and just less things taking up space and just being more organized just makes me feel better all the time. And also, guys, my car is still clean. My car is still clean. I'm so proud of myself. It feels so good to have a clean car. And I've been daily just doing little like room pickups just to feel better about myself and making sure that when I'm coming home, my room is nice and just picked up at least. My bed's made. My vanity's closed. Those kind of things. Just because when I come home, once again, I just feel so good about myself and I just feel like I'm in a more productive space and I'm more willing to do things. My next one is looking presentable. So I would say I already do a pretty good job at this. I take a lot of pride in how I show up to work because I think it just I like the feel good look good mentality and if you are a nurse or are a new grad nurse I feel like there is a lot of hate around new nurses getting ready for work or putting on a little bit of makeup or doing their hair in a really cute style or wearing these really cute scrubs like I remember there was a phase of when all the nurse influencers were coming out myself included and people would just absolutely rip you apart for the way you got ready for work because they're just like that's not gonna last like you're gonna end up hating your job like it doesn't stay that way forever blah 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 and I feel like a good way to make sure that your job stays that way stays exciting stays intriguing is by getting yourself ready taking the time to look presentable pick out cute scrubs you know it's a fun experience it's just like getting ready for any other job and if you're not a nurse this can apply to anything if you're a hairdresser get a really cute apron I always notice stuff like that when I'm looking at other people's occupations get a cute badge reel like if you're a nurse I love having a cute badge reel I like my stethoscope little charm I like wearing cute scrubs I like having my hair and makeup done I don't do a full set of makeup every single day for work I do kind of the bare minimum but it makes me feel good and going back to the showing up as her so in the future my plan for nursing has actually changed a lot but in the future I want to be an aesthetic nurse at a medical spa and I feel like how I present myself now at my current nursing job even if this isn't what I want to do forever is going to build the foundation of my future career later in life you're making unknown connections every single day you never know who your co-workers know who your patients know who you're going to be connected with in the future so the way that you present yourself now will affect you later so therefore how you walk into a room and how you present yourself is so important because Simply the way you walk into the room speaks for itself before you even have the chance to. So the confidence you have when you walk into a room, your your body language, how you appear, all of those things, how you take care of your body, all of those things speak for themselves before you even get the chance to. So having a good first impression just by the second you walk in the door and then being able to follow that up with being extremely educated in your field and then just being extremely good at your job it just all ties in together so that's why looking presentable and walking in a room with confidence is so important for me to continue doing 
This next one kind of goes along with the same idea, which is heatless curls. So you get to wake up looking put together, but it saves time and it's healthier for your hair. I actually got that new heatless hair rod that I was telling you guys about in a couple episodes ago. It's by the company. It's actually a small business called Eternal Muse, and it just looks so much better quality than the ones on Amazon. I'm going to actually try it for the first time tonight, so I will report back next week on how I feel about it. I want to play around with it a couple nights just to give it like the full review. I'll probably post a video about it on TikTok. I think my biggest thing with the heatless curls is that I'm such a side sleeper but this one is made so that when you lay on it it basically like forms to your head so it presses in. I don't know how to explain it without being able to show you guys but basically it's like foam so it just minimizes I guess so I feel like that just takes away the hair portion of looking presentable because it's just so easy and quick. But I will keep you guys updated on how that whole process goes because I've never had the best of luck with it before. I've gotten like some curls out of the one that I've used on Amazon, but they never really last or look the way that I want them to. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated because I feel like I've been, you know what I've been doing? I have been either blowing out my hair or leaving it, like washing it the night before, putting it in a braid and then the next morning... I will do a faster curl of my hair by taking it and just dividing it into two like ponytails on the side of my head and just curling the pieces in the ponytail. I don't know the science behind how that works, like how curling my whole head of hair in sections will take me like 30 to 40 minutes, but putting my hair in those two like ponytails on the side of my head and curling just those pieces takes me 10 minutes not even 10 minutes and then I just you basically have loose curls at the end of your hair and it takes me two seconds then I curl my curtain bangs and I look so put together and I look like I curled my whole head of hair which I did but I did it in such an easier way I've been doing that a lot lately but instead of doing that I'd rather just do the heatless curls because they do just look better and I also don't even have to go through that five or ten minute process either I could just wake up and take that out so I'll keep you guys updated for sure. Also, right now is trending is the unicorn style where basically they're putting the rod on their head vertically and then pulling in the pieces like a French braid. It looks so hard, I'm not going to lie, and I know how to braid my own hair, but it looks so difficult, and I feel like heatless curls are difficult enough, but it's supposed to be good for side sleepers, and I'm a side sleeper, so I kind of want to try it, but it looks really hard. So I think I'm going to stick with the normal way of doing it first, and then we'll move into like the advanced categories that these curls are doing. Next one is making my office feel like mine. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I have my own office at work, it's mine. There's no one. I don't share it with anyone else. And I've had it for almost a year now. And I feel like I've never really taken the time to make it feel like it's my office, which it is. I feel like everyone else has pictures of their kids up or like decorations. And I feel like I just never took the time to do that. So for Christmas this year, I actually asked for frames and pictures with my family because I didn't have anything like that in my office and I also don't know how this came across my for you page but I feel like a couple of the like nine to five um, corporate America girlies came on my TikTok feed and I just saw some of them like redoing their office I mean these girls are like revamping a lot more than I ever plan on doing I mean they have like Keurig machines in their office 
I just don't think I need that level. I'm just saying cute little touches. Like I ordered a cork board slash whiteboard for my office. That's going to be hung up soon. I'm rearranging my office actually. And then I got for Christmas, my mom got me the mixed tiles. So I'm going to put those up once my office is rearranged. My boyfriend actually printed out pictures of us and I have one here and then one in my office. And then I had a school picture of Brooklyn in my car that was just like sitting in my car and I put that in my office. I also got a mini diffuser and then I got a daily to-do list that I can just rip off because I was making my to-do list on post-its and I was like, I can make this way cuter. And I literally got the diffuser and the post-it, not the post-its, the to-do lists, like little rip-off things from the dollar store. And then I got a new calendar for this year to have in my office as well, just because I keep track of both me and my nurse practitioner schedule. So I know what days we need to have off or when we have to move around appointments. So it'll just be easier to have one. Usually I just print out month by month and that's like my calendar that I go by, but I have an actual calendar now. I almost forgot. I also got coasters for Christmas. Guys, I asked for like the some of the lamest things for Christmas, but in actuality, they are such useful things that I asked for. So the way that we do our Christmas is all of the siblings are also involved. We all get each other stuff off our list as well. So Belle, my youngest sister, who's five, got me the coasters and I specifically wanted ones from Etsy that were like the resin ones with the flowers in them because I just think those ones are so cute and she got me four of them. I have two at home and then no. I have three at home. I have one in my room, two in the living room, and then I brought one to work um, to put my coffee on or my water or whatever I'm having. And I think it's so funny because my mom obviously helped Belle order my Christmas gift. And when I opened it, I said, oh my gosh, Belle, this is awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. And she said, oh, so cool. What are those? And then I had to explain to her what coasters were, and I thought it was just really funny. And that's just the dynamic of having siblings that are in such wide age gaps. I wouldn't change a thing because it was such a funny moment. But, anyways, I feel like even those small upgrades have made my office just feel so much better. I feel like it's the little things, it's the little changes, and that's what this episode is all about. Like, those simple little things have made me just a little bit happier at work and that's all we're going for is the little upgrades. I also was very overwhelmed at work one day and just deep cleaned my office and it felt so good. It was like rage cleaning because I was overwhelmed and honestly I felt way better after. So no matter what occupation or job you have, if you have a space somewhat to call your own, just make little upgrades in it. Include pictures of your friends and family just so you know that work life ends at the end of the day and you get to go back to regular life. This one is new for me and something that I definitely want to incorporate more. So I want to, especially on the weekends, especially Sundays, I want to go to new coffee shops for planning and monthly layouts. So whether it's planning content on TikTok, planning out the podcast, planning out my monthly goals, reviewing my month prior goals, um, whatever it is, instead of just doing that in my house, I just want to go explore the area around me. I have a lot of cute towns and coffee shops around me that I haven't tried or that I've wanted to try or that I have been to, but I've only been to them once. 
And I think it's just always good to change your scenery and just go sit somewhere else, be creative somewhere else. So I definitely want to do that more. And I love coffee, so I love trying different coffee in places. Like every time I travel, I'm trying a new coffee shop every single day. And I could be doing that at home, especially when you don't have work. There's no rush. You don't care about the line. If people talk to you, you're not like, I have to be at work. It's just casual and it's nice to just be and sit somewhere else. I used to do that all the time when I was in school and I needed places to study outside of my house. Like I'd go to different libraries, I'd go to Panera, I'd go to Starbucks, I'd go to different coffee shops to study and I just want to do that but with my everyday life. Especially when I'm planning new podcast episode layouts or planning a whole month that can take me, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. And why not spend that 30 minutes to an hour somewhere that isn't my house? It gets me out of the house. I get to try a new coffee shop. Like I get a little treat and I just, there's something about being in a different environment for work type things that just gets your brain in a different kind of mode. My next one, I've been doing this a lot, but I want to share it with you guys because I think you should be doing it with me. Romanticized showers. No matter what shower it is, whether this is your everything marathon shower, which is a chore, or if it's just a hair wash day, if it's just a body wash day and you just want to sit in there a few extra minutes, just romanticize it if you have the time to. So usually I tend to do this when I'm doing an everything shower or when I have to wash my hair or if I have to shave, depending on what shower it is, is when I'll do this. So putting on music. Typically, Noah Kahan. I've been listening to a lot of Bailey Zimmerman in the shower lately because I go to see him in March and I don't know all of his songs yet. So I can't just like skip in the shower on my songs and I don't know all the songs. But I'm a person that when I know like the three songs, I'll just listen to those on repeat. And when you're going to someone's concert, you need to know all the songs. So it forces me to just listen to all of his songs. And then I bring a candle in there, light the candle. And then sometimes when I'm really feeling it, I'll bring my sunset lamp in there and turn off the big light. I hate the big light in all the rooms. So if I can avoid the big light, I'm avoiding it. And I'll just have the candle, my music, and the sunset lamp. Oh my god, I can picture it. I've done it before. It's an amazing, it's just so amazing. You can also take this a step further and use shower steamers. I put those in every once in a while. You can also hang eucalyptus in your shower. You can get new shower organizers, which is something I do want to do. Because I just feel like everything is just falling all over the place in my shower. So I do want to get a new shower organizer. But just like... Take a few extra minutes, soak it in a little bit more before the hot water runs out. Oh my god, guys, I did the worst thing the other day. I had to wash my hair and I started a huge load of laundry at the same time and then I got in the shower and it was so cold. I couldn't even wash my hair that day. Why did I do that? I have no idea. I literally was washing all my bedding and I was like, oh, let's also wash my hair right now. Absolutely not. Didn't work out. But yes, take the few extra minutes and romanticize your shower or your bath. I don't have a bath in my apartment, but if you have a bath, I used to take baths all the time. Oh, for me, please take a long, amazing 
bath with all the things. Also, if you're a drinker or now that I'm thinking, even if you're not a drinker and you just want to take a your sleepy girl mocktail in there or a glass of wine and just drink that while you're showering, obviously don't drop the glass or bring in something that can't break into your shower and just drink that in there. I've been seeing people do shower beers. I mean, whatever floats your boat, whatever's going to make it a more romanticized experience whatever that is for you this next one I go back and forth on all the time and it's having my nails done so for a while I wasn't getting my nails done and then my cousin got married and we all got our nails done and I was like oh my gosh I forgot how much I love having my nails done like done professionally and I don't get acrylics I just get my nails natural short gel polish it's my favorite. It's also what's most sanitary and allowed for me at work, but I just love having a cute, simple, short nail with a cute color. Like it makes me feel so put together and happy. So for a while, I was getting my nails done consistently since the wedding, and then I just recently stopped again. Not for any particular reason, but I just, I have such a hard time with spending the money. But honestly, I've been going to this new place that's really close to my apartment and you can book online, which is super convenient and the prices really aren't that bad. Um, it's relatively most of the time pretty quick. The past two times I've been have been very long for a gel manicure, but we'll let it slide. I'm gonna definitely go back before Valentine's Day because I'm going on a little trip and I am going for before Valentine's Day and I also just like need a pedicure right now but anyways getting back to the point I want to have my nails done consistently whether I do it or whether I go to get it done there is something that I've been thinking about so it's called dazzle dry I'm sure you guys have heard of it it's on Amazon and basically it looks like a gel polish but it's not gel you don't need the uv light you can do it at home yourself and the result doesn't look like regular nail polish it looks like gel and it's a really fast drying nail polish so you don't have to wait for it to dry forever because that's also another thing about me doing it at home myself i don't know how long it lasts i think people are saying like a week a week and a half which isn't too bad i tried the at home dip it was way too hard I've done the at-home gel, not with the UV, just with like the gel top coat. Also not bad. Also doesn't last that long. Also don't really like doing it on myself. And then the Dazzle Dry, I haven't tried yet because I'm like, eh, it's kind of, it's an investment. It's $45, which in reality would save you a lot of money than going and getting your nails done. But I do like just having my nails done. I like looking at the colors and having someone do it for me nice and quick because typically my appointment only takes 35 to 40 minutes, an hour if they're having like a really busy day or something like that. But I just love the feeling of having my nails done. So I think that will be a staple for me this year is having my nails done consistently. We'll see if I stick to it. Right at this moment, they're not done. But I do have an appointment before Valentine's Day and I'm going to do like a little pink moment, I think. It's going to be so cute. My next one that I highly recommend you guys do is Fresh Flowers Weekly. Now, I don't have to do this one for myself anymore because my boyfriend does it for me. <laughs> 
I've never had to ask him, but he gets me fresh flowers constantly. Right now I have tulips. They're actually potted tulips. So I've been doing a lot of research on how to preserve them and what to do with the bulbs. And I'm actually going to transfer them into something soon so that I can hopefully keep them and regrow them. I don't know. I'm not a huge plant girl, but I really want to just preserve these if I can because I absolutely love tulips. And they came plot potted like I said and I've kept them alive this long so I just want to see I've been doing a lot of research into it and it's also could be a new hobby it's a gift that keeps giving but anyways seriously before my boyfriend was in the picture I used to buy myself fresh flowers especially spring and summer more like spring and fall because I'm not home a lot in the summer to look at them and see them I would always get myself fresh flowers with my weekly groceries it was just something nice I did for myself I like the way they look in my room makes me happy so I used to do that for myself all the time until my boyfriend came in the picture and started doing it for me and when we first met and he came to my apartment I did not have fresh flowers here because it was winter so I had like all my Christmas decorations up so he didn't even know if I liked fresh flowers but yeah he gets me fresh flowers all the time so I don't even have to worry about it I never had to tell him that I wanted them or liked them he just did it oh what a good man makes me think of that quote it's like he's a good man Savannah <laughs> but for all my other girlies out there or the single girlies buy yourself flowers they look so pretty in the room they're cheap you can make your own bouquets also if you're a boyfriend listening to this I'm not not saying my boyfriend you can make your own bouquets and give it to your significant other this can go girlfriend to boyfriend boyfriend to girlfriend either way or for yourself you can make your own bouquets by getting like a couple bunches of flowers and then assembling them and doing it the way that you like also another hobby choice guys giving you guys out hobbies or if you're presenting it to someone else like get the brown paper bag and then wrap it up with like twine or something make it look really cute oh my god this is a perfect valentine's day idea you only have to get one vase it'll last you forever and then just keep switching out the flowers week by week and like in total flowers can be like 10 to 20 dollars it really is up to you they're so cheap you can also get them at local farms or farmers markets in the summer especially a lot of times in the summer farms will let you pick your own I've never done that but I definitely want to do that next summer I see it happen all the time I think the only thing I've done is gone to the sunflower fields but you can't pick those I don't think I think you can buy them afterwards I don't really remember but I have gone to the sunflower fields but I haven't gone to like the flower fields and just made my own bouquet but I do want to do that this spring or summer it can be your little weekly ritual to yourself and your little act of self-love and it can also be a little Sunday hobby. You go get yourself a coffee, you go get yourself some flowers, you go home, you assemble the flowers the way you like, and after your Sunday or Saturday reset, you have these fresh flowers in your room and it just pulls the room together. Oh, doesn't that sound so dreamy? My next one is staple jewelry. So I feel like I'm a type of person where I have not a lot of jewelry. I have the same staple pieces that I wear all the time. For example, I have worn the same rings for years now. I actually lost one and I'm still super sad about it. So I've had two of these rings. So I have one that my parents gave me and it has had my birthstone in it, which I was born in March. So it's aquamarine. So it's this really pretty blue. And they got me this ring years ago 
and it was really pretty it was like gorgeous I got compliments on it all the time and then the stone came out of the setting and I didn't have the stone and I never got it replaced and then the, my parents got me another ring that looked pretty similar to that ring and had that for probably eight or ten years and then I lost it a couple years ago at a clinical site because typically I used to take off my jewelry beforehand before I got to the clinical site for nursing school but for some reason this day it was a more low-key clinical day I think we were just doing evaluations so I think I kept my rings on until I got into the building realized I had them on and then took them off and put them in my pocket and I think between that transfer I lost just one and it happened to be that one and I'm still sad about it and I still haven't gotten it replaced and yeah so I'm really sad about that but my other two rings I have one from my best friend um, we have matching ones. I think we've had this probably for like two or three years now. I haven't taken it off since she's gotten it for me. I'm that way with rings. Like if I get rings, I don't typically switch my rings out. I keep my rings on all the time. I, t I shower with them. The only time I ever take them off is usually when I'm like deadlifting and that's it. Um, and then I have another one from my parents, which also has my birthstone in it. It's a lot smaller and daintier. I'm a very like dainty jewelry person, especially if I'm going to be wearing it all the time. And then my other friend just got me a ring for Christmas that I really like. And I stacked that one with the ring that I was just telling you guys about. And yeah, they, they'll never come off. And then I have a two stack of necklaces. Also, I feel like it's important to mention that I'm a silver girly. I don't know why I feel like everyone's either silver or gold rarely is ever someone both but I'm a silver girly just thought you guys would like to know that fun fact anyways my necklaces I wear the stack of necklaces from Amazon they don't tarnish really and it's just a simple like shiny little like dainty chain I don't even want to call it a chain a link I don't know what it, I don't know what to call this it's just like a dainty little something and then the other one has like the chain with like just the little like square stud and I wear those two every single day and then the only thing for me that I wish I could wear more or wear all the time like I wear the rest of my jewelry is bracelets so I have two bracelets that I like two like tennis bracelets that I really like from Amazon the only thing I don't like about them is that they do fit my wrist but they have such a wide range of the sizing that the excess of the chain of the bracelet just kind of falls off and it just looks like a little weird but then my friend also got me another piece of jewelry and it I have really small features I'm a small I'm 411 my feet are really small like my wrists are pretty small um and nothing really fits me perfect ever but she got me a bracelet for Christmas and it's like this oh, it's so cute she did such a good job it's this dainty little bracelet with little pearls in it and it fits my wrist so good it's from every jewels which they're having a huge sale right now that I was looking at and I was like I don't need it but they had such good sales it was like 90% off like these good pieces of jewelry were like literally five dollars anyways it's like the first bracelet I've ever had that really truly fits my wrist so good but my problem with bracelets is that I wash my hands and do so much with my hands at work and I just feel like they kind of especially the two from Amazon are just a little bit on the looser side I feel like they just get in the way or they kind of just like agitate me especially with the washing my hands I feel like they get like wet and night and like 
they just don't dry quick enough for me and it just bothers me so I don't wear my bracelets every day but I do wear them when I go out and then for earrings I always wear my earrings I'm typically wearing a pearl a stud and then a stud in my cartilage I have five piercings on my ears I used to have five six seven eight nine I used to have nine I used to have my triple helix and I used to have my what is that called hold on let me look it up and my tragus I just looked it up on like a piercing map I used to have my tragus pierced too the reason why those still don't have um I can't get piercings into them anymore is because they closed because when I was in nursing school you have to take all your piercings out when you go to clinical and I it's a really like both of those piercings are kind of difficult to take in and out constantly and eventually I just was kind of over it stopped doing it and then they closed so eventually in the future when I know for sure that I'm done with school I will get them re-pierced but for the time being until I do that I'm not going to mess with them and spend the money but I do love piercings I've always loved my ear piercings I wear my earrings every single day and that is one thing that I do have an abundance of is different earrings because I do like to switch those up for different occasions. But my staples are definitely like what I wear to work every day is pearls, a stud, and then a stud in my cartilage. I just think it looks so classy put together. I always get compliments on it. It's just what I like. And I feel like it's such a simple thing to have staple jewelry pieces. Um, and you don't have to go and spend a lot of money on them. I have found so many good places on Amazon that sell good quality jewelry that doesn't tarnish that I really like and that I wear every single day and I just feel like it just adds something to your everyday look and once again just makes you feel put together and your staple jewelry can look like whatever it is to you if it's just one simple necklace and not you know four different pieces all stacked because I feel like everyone's different when it comes to jewelry and what you see on TikTok or what you're hearing I'm talking about might not be what works for you. Just staple pieces that make you feel good and comfortable and that you're good with wearing every single day. I feel like it just pulls your look together. My next one is filming wherever and taking pictures wherever and using my tripod proudly. So when it comes to this, I think my biggest fear place with my tripod is probably the gym. Honestly, I don't really have a fear of it as much as I don't really have as much time to film at the gym as I would like to because I'm already getting up so early in the morning to go to the gym as it is. So I don't really think it's a fear anymore because I was thinking like, oh, I wish I could film at the gym more. And I was thinking like, oh, it's my fear of the tripod. But now that I really think about it, it's my lack of time that I have in the morning to be able to film my whole workout but I do have a little bit of a fear of having my tripod in there for no good reason because I go to a gym that's pretty it's very open to that people bring their tripods and cameras in all the time and no one bats an eye so it's a stupid even thought to have a fear about it but just also having my tripod proudly wherever um just to take pictures of me and my friends or me and my family me and my boyfriend whatever it is and just film wherever for vlogs or for TikTok or for whatever the instance is if it's just for memories and just not care what other people think because truly it is not that serious and I've never judged someone for making a video ever and I encourage you to just take more pictures take more videos whenever you feel the moment is right of yourself too so if you feel good at the gym Take a picture. If you want to record your workout, do it. If you want to record a day in your life, go for it. Nobody's judging you and nobody cares that much. 
just like this podcast. You just have to do it and then not overthink it. My next one is something I did this past weekend. So it's soft Sundays. We talked about this a little bit in previous episodes, but I did that this weekend. So I got everything I needed to get done for the most part on Friday and Saturday. And then on Sunday, I did the bare minimum I had such a relaxing Sunday because my room was clean, my meals were prepped, my house was clean, the dishes were done, I had done all my workouts for the week so I didn't even have to work out that day unless I wanted to do something but it was raining so I couldn't go on a walk, didn't feel like walking on the treadmill at work so at work at the gym so I had a what I'll call a super Saturday where you know I got up, I went to a workout class. I grocery shopped, I meal prepped a little bit, made myself some dinner, you know, I did what I had to do, I folded laundry, I took an everything shower, I went to the post office, like I did everything I had to do that day. And then I relaxed the remainder of the night once I was done with all my activities. And then Sunday came and I was already done out everything I needed to do. I had fresh bedding on the sh- like on my bed, my laundry was done. Like I said, everything was done, so I literally got up at whatever time I felt like it. I made myself a really good breakfast. This was like not a healthy or ideal breakfast. I had a farm fresh bagel, a blueberry bagel exactly. I made a sandwich with it, had some turkey kielbasa. I had a nice coffee. Oh, it was so good. I switched between watching Vampire Diaries and reading my book. I read so much of my book and it was just such a wholesome day midday like around 1 or 2 p.m. I was like you know what I feel like another coffee I went to Dunkin real quick grabbed a coffee it was just such a good day and made the exact idea of what I pictured soft Sundays to be it was exactly what I wanted going forward soft Sundays will change week to week so whether I'm at a coffee shop or trying a new bagel shop in a cute matching set maybe maybe on a Sunday I'm like you know what I feel like a Pilates class like a hot Pilates class or maybe I don't maybe I want to go on a long walk today and listen to a podcast or listen to an audiobook maybe I just feel like doing exactly what I just told you guys maybe I feel like just sitting here and reading 200 pages today whatever that feels like is what I'm gonna honor on that day if I have the ability to it was amazing like it truly like I dreamed about last weekend and just having the whole weekend to myself and it was exactly what I needed it to be. It was a great balance of being productive and getting everything I needed to get done but also feeling like I relaxed and recharged. So I highly recommend adding in a soft day to your week because I know not everybody has off on Sundays so whatever that schedule looks like for you just one day of the week just give yourself a soft day of life and my last one is pretty iconic it's something that I've never felt like I was ready to do and that is creating my five-year plan I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm genuinely can kind of see the layout of the next five years and I feel like that's been a huge change because I have a big girl job now and I don't live with my parents anymore and I'm financially independent and I'm just in a really good spot where I feel like I can kind of see and plan my expectations and what I'm manifesting and working towards for the next five years and it feels tangible and realistic and I feel like I've never been in a spot where I could even think about the next five years because I 
the next year in itself just felt so intimidating but I feel like I'm just at that point in my adult life where I'm like yeah okay I can really see where I'll oh my god in the next five years I'll be 29 ew oh I don't like that at all maybe I take it back also if you're 29 I'm not calling you old I promise it just seems so crazy because I'm not 24 yet I'll be 24 in March but to think of like 29 year old Bianca just seems as after I just told you guys like the next five years seems tangible I'm like 29 is huge but also 29 is huge that's why I want to make my five-year plan and it's not something that I want to create stress and like oh my god I have to get myself together in the next five years but just you know set goals and expectations for what I want my life to look like loosely in the next five years and if that sounds too intimidating to you because I remember I've listened to a lot of podcasts of people older than me talking about their five-year plan and it used to stress me out so I would quote-unquote dumb it down to my one-year plan or my two-year plan and that was a lot more tangible and realistic for me so whatever you're ready for in terms of planning and just goals in general go for that because when I was still living at my parents house looking at the next five years I was like I'm not even out of my parents house I don't know what the next five years are going to look like because I don't know when I'm going to be able to move out once I hit the point of moving out and now that I've been at this point for a year I feel like now is when I'm like finally like okay you're good you can look at the next three to five years without panicking and that is it those are all my main character lifestyle enhancements that I had for you guys I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you took something away from it this was a really fun episode to record and just guys the way that I recorded this one in my bed is just it it the whole episode just felt like a FaceTime call. I loved this episode. This one was so fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. As always, feel free to share this with a friend, share with a family member, post on your story, give it a rating. Let me know what you want to hear more of. I love hearing your guys' recommendations for podcast episodes. It gives me such good ideas. So always feel free if you want to hear me talk on a topic just let me know because I will most likely get a really good idea from it and go from there. But anyways, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and I will be back to talk to you very soon. Bye guys.